Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday night. It is 9 p.m. on the dot, and we are here to talk to you about this Pittsburgh Steelers team. But first, I have to bring him in with me, as always, just as he was on Sunday, my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? We will. Breathe in the sweet smell of victory again. Oh, it, it's, oh, been it's been too long since That's I've great. heard you breathe. Actually, I heard you breathe it at the stadium, but uh, it's the first, yeah. it's been too long hearing you breathe it in through the microphone. It really is. Uh, no. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was uh, doing well. Always much better to get up and go to work on a Monday morning when the Steelers have won on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I, it's so funny because I even said this. To a Broncos fan who started talking to me, you missed this. You were you were walking a little bit ahead of me, as I was walking up the ramp out of the Gateway Clipper. You know, at um, you know, over at uh, why can't I remember what it's called? Uh, Station Square. Station Square. Um, walking up the ramp out of there, and there was a Broncos fan there. He was telling me he was from Detroit. He had a long drive home that night and everything. And I told him, I said, I've always said, it's I would much rather 
if you're going to be dealing with a loss, it's much easier to deal with in the stadium than it is sitting on my couch. For some reason, I've never been able to explain it. But you know what? There's also nothing like that win at the stadium. Rich, I mean, you were there. You were in. We weren't sitting together. I had no. my son. You had your son. We traveled together. We both sat in our on our respective um, seats for our season tickets and. I have to ask, have you watched the game at all on replay or anything since? No. I haven't had time. I haven't had time. I'm like, I so want to sit down. I mean, um, and I don't even care about the all 22. I just want to sit down and watch the TV broadcast because I haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, See, I don't have to worry about the all 22 because, you know, as far up as my seats are, that's what I see. Yeah, (laughs) that's basically what I mean. And and that's part of what I think is I have that view. Like, for example – I, that's why I had to ask you well, right after the game. Actually, that, to see to see both the offense and the defense and everything going on, I bet you my seats are a little better being up high they're, than where your well, are down low because players getting away down in your seats. Uh, sometimes I'll be honest with you, you could probably see the other end of the field a little bit better. But I mean, I love it because I can see the play and the scoreboard without even yes. having to move my eyes. I can yep. see it all, and it's really nice. But that Chase Claypool touchdown, when Ben went to throw the ball, I scream, he's got him. Because you could see it was like the perfect line from, from my seats from where Ben was going directly where he was throwing to. And you could just see that even though when you if you watch it on the, on the TV view, when they showed the replay, I'm like, he didn't look all that open there. But you could see when he threw that ball that Chase Claypool was going to go up and get that ball and score that touchdown. And uh, so many great things to talk about with this game, but I just wanted to ask if you had seen the replay. I've just been so busy trying to catch up on everything with the website and everything else by being gone that I just haven't had, haven't been able to sit down and put the game on and watch it. So I'm still hoping to do that soon because I definitely don't want to miss that. But everything that we talk about from the perspective of the game we saw from our own perspective from the stadium and on replays on the boards there and wasn't based on hearing what the commentators have to say. I yep. Sometimes I like to go back and listen just to hear if the commentators are saying kind of what, you know, what we had instead of us was people around us. What were we all saying? Cause I don't know about you. I talk to everyone around me. That's that's, you know, that's me. That's just how I am. Um, and somebody did ask, if, um, if I were sitting in, if I wants been... to know if I've slept. Yes, I have slept. Yeah. A little bit. So what's up, Rich? Um, I probably would have talked to people who were in your seats. We did not have what I would call a great crew around us in our seats. Actually, we were lucky. There's nobody sitting right in front of us. Oh, wow. There you go. Well, honestly, there was nobody, kind of nobody sitting right in front of me, but the but the the guy that had three seats next to me, they actually had eleven. They were from Lancaster. They had eleven seats. They had seat, they have season tickets, and they're spread out all over the place. They were rotating people in and out. But the guy that started there, it was him and his two sons. Both of them there for their very first game. I had my son there for his very first game. We had the one one of his sons. So because of the the guy that was in front of him is a guy that's at every game. I always say hey to. Um, told told him hey, rather than be right behind me come right here and sit in this open one right there. And he did. So that's what I had in front of me was one of the kids. And so it was great. I would even tell him when I, when people stood up, I'm like, stand on the seat. You're fine. I can see over you. And it it was nice having, I love where my seats are because the people around me are always so great. And it's, it's, it was wonderful because it had been 
almost two years. The last time I'd been there was, was the last home game of 2019. And you walk in the stadium and it just felt like we were just there. Yeah. It felt like we'd just been there. Um, I go and I'm seeing people at their seats and I'm waving to them and I'm giving them high fives during the game. And it was like, it was like, yeah, I've, it seems like they, it had just been a week since, since, uh, since we'd been there. It was just really great to talk about their being in the stadium, but we'll, we'll get to that more. Let's talk about, we got some news of some Steelers happenings going on. Um, some good, some bad, some, I don't know what to think about it. There we go. There's, there's BMK. He said it was great seeing you there, Dave. We did a, I, I did a post game show with him. I, I'm really mad at YouTube because I did, I did two quick shows on YouTube live. If you haven't caught them, the first one, it says, okay, turn your cameras or turn your phone sideways in order to record. So I did it I record. Everything's great. It tells me to do it on the second episode and it records the whole thing sideways. And it plays it sideways on YouTube. And YouTube doesn't let you edit it. You can't flip it. I'm so mad. But I'm sorry I screwed that up or YouTube screwed that up. But that was a real fun show uh, with them. But let's let's hit some news. Coach Tomlin spoke today, said what everybody knew was happening. They, yep. you, you knew Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be going on the reserve injured list. He's not there yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But he confirmed there was varying reports. Some said he already had a surgery. Some said it was later in the week. Juju surgery is tomorrow, Wednesday, according to Coach Tomlin. They have not – no one is saying the term season ending, just like they didn't say it with Tyson Alualu, because with the the rules, there's no reason to deem that, although – it's chances are that's really what it is unless something changes. So um, first things first, lo- thoughts on the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster? It hurts. It, I mean, you hate to lose anybody. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, mm-hmm. hate to lose anybody, and you hate to lose Juju. Um, he's a real leader. He's also a fantastic run blocker from mm-hmm. the wide receiver position um not going to be what i want to say easy to replace i mean i think we have the depth enabled that we'll be able to but i think it'll be more of an approach by committee yeah um depending on what's trying to get done and i feel bad for juju yeah um i maddie p said this in our slack channel it's something i actually thought of myself is like with juju not having much of a body of work this year coming back for the one season, you know, to try to get the payday. This is why people say, get the payday. These players should get the payday when they can because you never know when something like this is going to happen. But now it's a possibility. Maybe he maybe he wants to come, you know, be able to rehab and come back somewhere familiar coming back from injury, even if it's just another one-year deal. That's something that we're going to talk about more in 2022. We're just acknowledging it now. We'll have that discussion more at a later day. There is something I, d- I do want to bring up. I found it very interesting because I, I do the PFF articles for, for the website. I, I'm i intrigued by their scores. I don't always agree with them. And the reason I say I'm intrigued by them is I want to see if they see what I see. Wow. Did I say that right? I want to see if they see what I see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll you go did with say it, it right. It yeah. just, you know. <laughs> we'll go with it. And I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that's all. Oh, that's what I thought. And sometimes like, well, like they had Kendrick green, absolute poo poo for this week. 
Now, I didn't think he, I think he had a better week last week, but I didn't think he was absolute garbage. And yeah, what's crazy garbage is either. individually, three of the five linemen, they had lower scores in the previous week and it couldn't, Chooks couldn't have a lower one because he didn't play, you know, which I thought was interesting because this line, we'll be talking about the yeah. line even more with, 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 um, I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying I, us being math guys and you're talking about trends and graphs. I like the upward slope of their, uh, of, of how they are playing. But when, in looking at PFF, I looked up something today because a number really stood out to me. So I'm like, I, I want to dive into this a little bit more. Do you know, regardless of snaps, number of snaps, do you know who the number one ranked run blocking wide receiver is in the NFL? You'll, you'll, you'll probably never, I'll give you a hint. You're wearing the right emblem on your hat. <laughs> it is someone from the Steelers. But I think yeah. you'll be surprised who it is. Um, no, it won't. It is. It is Cody White. It is, you read my art. Did you read my article? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so take yeah, that. It's Cody White. So if you're saying, "Oh man, they're going to really miss somebody who could maybe get in there and run block," you have a wide receiver that can fill in there. I also think James Washington Washington could do it well, yeah. also. But you've also you don't want to just. They say that you want to. You know, a lot of people are going to cover this loss together, but at the same time, having to do it with so many different people where you have to put them in different situations isn't always the best scenario any either because then you know what's coming. Um, prime example, the Steelers tried to cover the loss of Ryan Shazier uh, right after his injury by saying, oh, well, we'll have this person in this situation and this person in that situation. The problem is you you were guessing at the right situation. On yep. defense, and then when you're talking offense, you're talking about you know, tell you know, letting the other team know what you're going to be doing based on that at times. So, if there if there was any position group where you could afford one injury, um, I would say wide receiver would is the one that that was the you could say that the most. But unfortunately, their margin for error is gone. You know, it can't be somebody else is dinged up for a week because you've already lost that, that, that luxury with, with Juju. So speedy recovery, Juju Smith-Schuster. We want to see you back in the NFL, hopefully in the black and gold um, in the future. Other things um, still no word on Zach Banner or why well, I can't remember Anthony McFarland jr. They both could be back for this week. Uh, Banner is pretty sure he's going to be back because his 21 days is running out. I've already got the article ready. I'm thinking Banner's going to get activated when Juju goes on the IR. Uh, just that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, McFarland is probably going to be, they'll probably cut a running back. There's no reason to keep an extra one. So any thoughts on that real quick, Rich? No, just waiting to see what we do. Yeah, just wait and see. Just wait. And I mean, and the Steelers did make a couple roster moves today in regards to the practice squad. They they signed it, the, this was reported yesterday. They signed a uh, wide receiver Anthony Miller, who was a I think he he was a second round pick of the Bears, got traded to the Texans, and then the Texans released him. And he was going to sign to the practice squad of the Jaguars, and then he got a call from the Steelers and said, "Oh wait, let's go to that team instead." 
So um, that's what they have there. Then the other signing, I think, was a was I think it was a was it a defensive lineman? I know they yeah. they cut a nose tackle, but the other and signed, and signed one in his place. Yeah, and but now they have an empty spot, spot on their or their practice squad because in case you didn't catch this news, one of their practice squad players was poached by the Detroit Lions, cornerback Mark Gilbert, um, who was a undrafted free agent this year. Um, who was on the practice squad, got signed by the Detroit Lions. So therefore, they're going to have another roster sp- or you know practice squad spot open. Um, so they'll be looking somewhere there. Some thought maybe Rashad Coward would end up on the practice squad after he was cut last week because that was kind of, you know, showing that Banner was going to be back the next week. He actually signed with the with the it was with the Jaguars. Yeah, he signed with the Jaguars. So um so that's that. That's what it was. De- thank you, Brad. Said it. Defensive t- tackle Isaiah Mack. That's who it was. Okay. So um, yeah, and Captain Underpants says two players were poached. Coward was not poached. He wasn't on the practice squad. He was a free agent because the Steelers released him on Saturday when they signed Cody White to the fifty-three. So that's the roster moves that went on today. Um, still no word on the injured players. We don't know Devin Bush, the extent of his groin injury, the guys cut that missed last week. That's all going to be, we'll see how they practice pretty much by what coach Talman said. Um, anything else about the roster? Are you ready to dive into stuff? Let's dive. Let's dive. All right. So what we're talking about tonight is prepare to rig for dive. <laughs> there you go. We want to look at, Week five, we like to sum up week, you know, the the week that happened, and then move forward into the next week. Sometimes we don't get into much moving forward when there's a lot to break down from the week before. But we're kind of doing it all together this week because we want to take what the Steelers did and the success that they had. And you're like, well, were they that successful? Hey, what is the ultimate gauge of success in this league? Wins and losses. They got to win. So. You want to take the things that the Steelers did well this week and what can they build on moving forward into week six? And I, I'm, I almost want to see and beyond, but I still think the Steelers are in a week by week mode. I really do. You, you know, you don't worry about getting to 10 wins. You got to worry about getting your third win. You don't worry about what are you going to be at this point of the season? You got to worry about getting through the next game and giving your best chance to win there. So the Steelers have a chance to get to 500 before they're by. Uh, what can they do from this past week? Rich, what's the biggest thing to you that stood out on Sunday where you really liked what the Steelers were doing that they need to um, continue and even build upon? Um, I'm just There's a lot. Over, I was, yeah, there is. Overall, yeah. offensive line play. The run blocking yes. much better. The pass blocking was much better. Yeah. Uh, ben was only hit twice uh, dropping back for passes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we ran for 100 and what was it 47 147 yards? as a team yep yeah and uh let's see Naji was the first 100 yard rusher against Denver since I saw and I don't remember what it was it's been a while <sighs> yeah um it was was it the last 100 yard rusher i'm pretty sure it was week Five of last year, James. Yeah, Conner? something like that. I mean, the Steelers no, went not, over. No, not 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 a hundred yard rusher for us. He was the first hundred yard rusher against Denver. Oh, against Denver. And, I thought you were yes, saying for the Steelers. And, yeah, I uh, think in a while. even longer than that. Yeah, 
it was pretty long if I remember correctly. So yeah, you know, I, I'd like to see that continue. Um, because when, well, I mean, see this stuff just all snowballs together because when you can run the ball as well as the Steelers did, then Ben only had to throw the ball 25 times and that's where we need to be. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was my, the, the offensive PFF article today was Ben Roethlisberger has his best game of the season when he throws the least number of passes, you know, by, by throwing less passes, he played better. Um, but honestly, it's, it's never about the numbers, never about just saying, just pass less. It's the game situation dictated it, and the Steelers right. could do stuff. I'll tell you the number one thing to me, and it's something, you know, I wanted to, I, 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 what I should have looked up, and I wanted to look up, and then things got away from me. So I don't have the specific numbers, but you know what? I'll probably look at these numbers for Stat Geek. So this is a little bit of a, of a glimpse into that if you're listening to this and, and you're one of my nerds of steel. And that is first down gains. I mean, Coach Tomlin yeah. talked about it today. It's you know playing ahead of the sticks, not getting behind the sticks. What the first game I watched at Jeff's house this season was the Bengals game, and that was Jeff turned to me at one point and just said, "Can they have a second down that's not a double digit to go?" It's like it was constantly, whether it was a penalty or a negative play on first down, it was very rare that they had second down and ten you know, nine or less. It was constantly double digits. They didn't have that. This no, week. they were constantly getting, you know, four four to seven yards on first down. You know, uh, we had a couple times, I think we had a second and six, but we had a lot of second and threes, second and fours. Yeah. Oh, that's awfully nice. A lot. It, it, it seemed like a lot of times. But the biggest thing. The most thing, common number to me felt like six. Like every time Najee yeah. was 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 running on first down, it seemed like he was getting six yards. That's a great yeah. first down play. Sure. And, and then when we were ending up in third downs, we had a lot of third and two, third mm. and three. Extremely makeable third downs. Yeah. And our third down conversion rate went up. We were what seven to twelve. Seven of twelve. Love it. But we you weren't know? even getting to third down all that. Often. I know that was great. It's so funny because early on the Steelers converted their first four third downs. I actually said it to the guys next to me. I'm like, they're four for four on third downs. Um, I think the first one they didn't convert was the fumble, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I, I mean, yes. I, I think that was a third down. But you know, the the fifty yard. I mean, I was really mad at. Friggin' Benny Snell dropping that pass on the first drive. I'm like, that's a drive killer. That's a drive. You know, it was second and seven, and he had, I mean, four. I mean, minimum, it was going to be four yards. Even if it was a, even if it was Benny Snell not getting any more yardage early in the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All he has to do is catch it, and he's and he's going to get four yards. And you're looking at a third and three. And I'm like, now it's third and seven. What is? Oh my goodness, that's a drive killer. Thank goodness. See, and everyone hates the going deep on third down until it works, and it's a fifty yard touchdown right in front of my face in the end zone. Right? Yeah, but I liked that play call better than some of the others. I don't like the the. The the 50-50 balls to Chase Claypool mm -hmm. on yeah, I know on what you third mean. and long. Or, you know, 
I mean, he was he had him. He had Deontay Johnson. Yes, he hit him Deontay Johnson was there. He was open. He actually did a nice job there. Actually, held the safety with his eyes a little. You know, you know, held the safety to the middle of the field, and then back out to Deontay and threw the ball. Yeah. Um, need need more of that. You know, yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where the where the defense is based. I mean, everyone knows. Not everyone knows. Most people know. That Ben Roethlisberger reads the defense pre-snap and based on what they do, knows what he's going to do with within a given play. It's almost like a lot of times on third, third and shorts or what thing like that, they set up in a defense to where they're saying, You're open shots the deep ball. So Ben takes it because that's the read. And guess what? When it when they execute it well, it's fantastic. And guess what teams can't do? The teams can't say, oh, it's third, it's third down. Yeah, you're gonna have to beat us deep in order for it to in order to convert this. When you actually convert them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. How and, and that's the thing. It, I had said it before. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was on was it this show that I went off on it? The teams were just daring Ben Roethlisberger to beat them. And he just yes, it was. wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was. And guess what he did this week? He beat right at first drive. First drive. Yep. He's like, okay, let's do it. We're going to connect this time. And that's, the, uh, to me, that set up the entire game. That was, that set the tone for the entire game. And it really helped that the Steelers were already to the 50-yard line. You know, they had moved the ball on the opening drive, yep. got that far, and then boom hit that play and it's like okay now what you're going to do you're going to you're you're going to give us the deep ball we'll take the deep ball guess what that opens up boom there goes Najee Harris running the ball it's great I love it I, I could go on and on about it so all right so you said the offensive line definitely definitely need to take this have this offensive line continue to grow coach Tomlin was asked about this today and I, I thought it was interesting because the the way that the question was was shaped was all right coach now that the offensive line had a had a good game how do you make sure they keep working hard and don't get complacent that's basically how it was asked i mean i'm summing it up you know with with how they did and coach tomlin's like uh that was me a week ago i thought they played good the week before and i challenged them to hey don't don't be satisfied with how you guys with the improvement that you made to get to here you've got to be even better and they did. So I'm so I'm thinking it's going to be the same challenge. Hey, there you go. We ran the ball. Ben had time to throw. Don't be satisfied with that. He was still he was still sacked once and hit twice. Don't let that happen again. Okay. There yep. was Najee Harris had at least one negative run. Don't let that happen again. Never be satisfied when it comes to those type of things. So um, yeah, the offensive line got to continue to grow. Uh, then what did I say? I said making sure – I said first downs, first downs. So that's two things that we have so far. You know, make sure you're you're getting positive yards on first down, getting good chunks, you know, not getting behind the sticks. Is there – what's something else you might want to possibly mention, something they can really – something you saw on Sunday that you really want to see the Steelers, you know, build upon and continue to do or do better? Making the correct read. And I have one play in particular I want to bring up to that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Ben did a lot better job making the right reads and getting the ball to the open guys. Yeah. Noticing where he had to had mismatches, noticing, yeah, and had that going. Okay. 
Um, the long pass to Claypool over the middle. Oh, the one that was the catch and run? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Claypool comes in motion. I turn to, you know, I say to Kyle, they've got to go to Claypool here. I take that match up all day long. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I could tell they were, you could tell by the shift of the defense that they were going man and they, and you had a linebacker on Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. It was, it was Von Miller, wasn't it? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you got, you know, I, th- I thought, Ben, you've got to hit that matchup. He did. And then Chase continued to outrun guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was making that quick recognition, Chase running a good route. Chase broke, he made a, you know, Chase made a really nice cut inside to be open to the point where he could catch it and still run. Um, but yeah, you know, we need those plays, not just the long throws. We need the catch and run. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to attest to that even more. What Ben Roethlisberger said in his post game interview, which was, uh, when the line's blocking like that, I can go through my progressions. Yeah, he doesn't. He he could actually read what was going on and not just making his decision pre-snap of who he believed was going to be open based based on the on the defensive formation. Now, based on that's what makes Ben Roethlisberger good is that you can look at that at the defensive formation, look at who you think is going to be open, and know that that's where you're going to look first. What's happened in the past with he, when he didn't trust the line is he instantly went to that first option, whether or not they were open or not. Now he actually he he admitted on Sunday he had time to actually look at his other options, and boy, it's it's the combination of that having the time to do it and then making the right decision. Yep, you are spot on. You are spot on. So um, I do have to say something before we finish this half. We're going to roll into some more of these, but I do have to say something because, you know, when I get called out for screwing up, I have to admit when I screw up. And last week I kind of went on a little bit about it was it was from the Green Bay game. It was the Trey Turner sack. And I said, oh, he didn't get beat. He blah, 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 blah. I went back and watched that play because some people are like, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm like, am I? I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. Go back and look at the play. So I went back and looked at the play. And I'm like, Oh, dude, this was not the play I was thinking of. I don't know what I was thinking of, but he got driven off the ball so fast on that when Ben Roethlisberger got. So I have to let everyone know, yeah, I was way off base on that one. That was not at all how I remembered that play. I'm like, I don't know if I just didn't remember it right or was thinking of a different play, you know, where it was going in that direction. I even went back and tried to look at a couple plays from the previous week to see if that's what I was thinking of. And I'm like, I don't have time to figure out how wrong I was. I'm just going to say, yeah, I was wrong. (laughs) So I at least wanted to throw that out there. So, Hey, do we have any, if we don't have as many people in the live chat tonight, I understand if you catch this on replay because you all may be doing what I wish I could be doing right now as well. And that is, the Pittsburgh Penguins are opening up the NHL season and they currently are up two to nothing in the second intermission. That's I just, I just had to check, check in on that. So uh, 
anything else you want to say here before we uh, go and in, roll into the second half and pick up some more stuff that the Steelers can build on? We focused on the offense so far. We'll, we're going to roll over to defense. Anything else you want to you want to say? Um, yeah, I'll make one more quick offensive note. Oh, sure, no, okay. go ahead. That's fine. We're okay. Okay. Um, loved the design of the play thrown to Zach Gentry. Oh, yeah, that thing was beautiful. Um, that, um, it was a thing of beauty because it misdirected. I expected the ball totally to go elsewhere. It comes back to Gentry for a nice 13-yard game gain, and I was like, hey, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, so. and now, I this is the problem when I read too many of our stories on our, on our da- editing dashboard and not on the website, and that is – Jeffrey has a film room about that play. I think it comes out tomorrow. I don't think it's been published yet. No. But, okay. And I think so, it's, I yeah. think it is tomorrow. He he breaks down that play. So that I was be out thrilled on to see when he said he was going to break down that play on the Slack channel. I was like, oh, that's a good one. That yeah, was a good and it, one. And it, it really was. It really was. You know what? I have something else I'm going to have to talk about with the offense. So we will finish up with some offense when we come back into the second half, roll into the defense. And of course, we'll have to get our scores going forward this week. We'll we'll talk a little bit about Seattle before we do that. So if you're with us on the audio side, go on ahead and click over. If you're with us here on YouTube or Facebook Live, we'll be back in just a few seconds. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 